SAFM. Well, the South African Union of Students says they've been in a series of meetings with the National Students Financial Aid Scheme, NISFAS, and the Department of Higher Education, and there are issues around what's called the direct payment system. In other words, how students receive their money from NISFAS. The spokesperson for the South African Union of Students is Sivet Landwa. Sivet, good morning. Good morning, uh, Stephen, and also good morning to your listeners. What's wrong with the direct payment system? Inherently and on principle, uh, there is nothing wrong with the direct payment system, Stephen. In fact, uh, it would prove uh, and it should have proven to be one of the most efficient and one of the most uh, corruption-safe systems, uh, you understand. But in the manner in which this was implemented, it caused a lot of problems, one of them being that uh, it just had exorbitant charges on the students. Uh, when we had agreed... Uh, on the system uh, with the department and NSFAS as well, it was that they would charge no more than 12 rands admin fee. And now students are being charged up to 174 rands, which has completely eroded the 150 increment which we had negotiated for. You will know so, that. So, who's uh, charging that extra 150 rand? It is the service providers that have been appointed by NSFAS. Okay, so these are private companies that are working for NSFAS? Yes. Okay. So, so that was the first issue. The second one, uh, the, the, the understanding and the agreement we had was that NSFAS would be making the direct payments because we wanted to cut out as much as possible all the middlemen. Now, uh, what happened here is that each company was using their own system and this system was not, uh, it was not user-friendly and it was not a- accessible. So it meant that the, many students were not able to onboard themselves onto the system such that they'd be able to receive the allowances. As I'm speaking with you, uh, less than 75% of students have received the allowances, allowances that were due to them on the 1st of July. So obviously that's a crisis for ourselves because it means we're sitting with more than 30% of students that have not been able to have the necessities that they require. In fact, in one university, uh, uh, we were, we are currently negotiating with them. The, the student affairs, they saying that they most probably have to push back the re-examinations because the majority of their students relied on those allowances to be able to catch buses back to write their reassessments, which they've not been able to. So these are some of the problems that have been have come with the new system. Uh, as it pertains to the direct payment system. Do you think these are these are problems that can be ironed out? I mean, they're, they're having an impact, sure, but it, I don't think any of them are fundamental to the system. In other words, is this something that can be sorted out relatively easily? Absolutely. You're not wrong, uh, Stephen. Uh, I characterized it yesterday uh, to one journalist to say some of these officials are mischievous because when we met and we discussed these things, we had agreed on how they should be done. It is really not difficult. It is not the first time, and as far as has been around, or if you look at TEFSA since the 1990s, it's not the first time that allowances have to be paid. It is just that some of these officials are just being, uh, just really just mischievous. It's really not fundamental, but it does become fundamental, unfortunately, because to me and you, it seems like it's just 1,650 that must be transferred, but to someone else, it is food. While, while me and you are speaking now, they do not have food, so it becomes fundamental in that regard. 
And this is why when universities open, again, I can promise you that many of the institutions are going to go into protest and they're going to be shut. That's fundamental when the sector is at a standstill and when the sector is, is, in, is unstable. So you are right that itself it should not have been fundamental, but the impact thereof, unfortunately, it is high, very fundamental. Uh, I want to argue that it, it is it, it, some of them of our students are being deprived of their basic human rights. So in that regard, then it becomes absolutely fundamental. Um, the conversations you've been having, are they being productive? They have been, Stephen, uh, uh, to the extent to which, obviously, uh, to the extent to which, and as far as the universities and the department uh, will hold up their end, uh, and as far as has to uh, abide by the by, by the agreements which we, agreements which we have had, including uh, the fees, including the standardization of the of, of the portal, etc. And then universities have to come to the party. Many of them have deliberately withheld registration data from NSFAS, which has meant that their students have not been able to get paid uh, uh, in, in, in hopes to frustrate the system. Some of them obviously have been benefiting from paying the students directly, choosing their own service providers. They, have not, they are now deliberately withholding that. So we have also given them 72 hours. We've spoken to the department that if they do not release that data within the next 72 hours, then we will take them to mm -hmm. task, even to the point of reporting them to the portfolio committee. So uh, uh, so we have some agreements in place. We are just and they, they, they are proving or at least they are suggesting that they will be fruitful. So we are hoping that everyone holds up okay. their end and we should not have a crisis. Asibe, thank you. Asibe Dlandra is the spokesperson of the South African Union of Students. In a few moments, Masi Zolom Kassela is launching a new political party. Well, we'll ask him why. You with SFM leading the conversation 8 o'clock.